Podcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. Confessions of a Restored Restorer. And I got a confession that I have felt a lot of tension lately in my house. And at the end of a very, I don't know, draining weekend, I was sitting doing, we were multitasking, my wife and I were multitasking. She had a podcast playing in the background and I was doing stuff on my computer. And then I can hear across the room from a little tiny iPhone, Melissa Hessler, Melissa and Jonathan David Hessler, they have a podcast. They're the authors of No Longer Slaves. Great hit. She was saying sometimes we can be married to ministry instead of married to my best friend. And she was saying this. And then I just stopped what I was doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is about to get good. So I just sat down on the couch and I closed my eyes and I was receiving all the truth that they were speaking. They were giving a, a testimony about a ministry and marriage. And one of the confessions that they made was ministry has been addicting for them at the exchange of, uh, of their marriage. And I was thinking, man, my goodness, that's, that's me. I love ministry. I love ministry. And, um, oh, okay, there's a police, a few cars back. He's pulling somebody else over, not me. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay, back to the podcast. She also talked about um, tension, right? Like they're on the road, they're traveling, they do seminars together, but they said, but, but their marriage is so much more important than ministry. And, and they, what they want to teach their kids is that their kids are so much more important than ministry. And although ministry is for them and for me, very addictive. It should never, it should never uh, surpass the love for family. And then they said, "Where was Jesus his first thirty years in life?" Well, they proposed, and I agree that he was with his family. Like he did family for thirty years, and he did full-time ministry for three years, and then he died. That's crazy to me. Like, gosh, he spent way more time doing family doing community than, than, than full-time ministry and so what I want to share lastly is uh, Melissa painted this picture of tension in marriage being normal and the, there's a fact that you can't make music without tension and in the corner of my living room I have all my guitars hanging up there and I looked at those guitars and I'm like that is so true None of those instruments can make music without tension. I mean, you gotta stick the strings in there and then wind up the tensioner so that the strings are, are about to burst, right? Yanked on, tension. And then with the right skill and the, and the right mindset and the right gifts and calling, some very beautiful music can be made. And in fact, and then my mind went to drums. Like drums have to be tightened and it's gotta have tension to make music. I mean, every instrument needs tension, needs some friction, needs something to make music. And so then my mind went to, the Holy Spirit brought my mind to, to marriage and, and how much tension I feel consistently. And then 
my prayers lately have been, Lord, why is it so tense? Make the tension go away. It's so tense, I could cut the air with a butter knife. Like, I want the tension gone. And, and so now God's teaching me, no, music is made in the midst of tension. So let the tension remain. And then how is God's grace going to be going to be brought into a situation better than in a in a scenario where there where there is tension? Like, doesn't love flow freely? Does doesn't light shine the brightest in in the dark? And so they're prophetic moments to speak the truth and love. When when one of my kids is acting up, like what what better opportunity to extend grace than in the midst of disrespect? So it was just real good. It was really good for me to listen to that. And then my wife sat down next to me, and then the, the testimony ended with Jonathan David saying, hey, so I want you to grab the hand of your spouse next to you and, and put your hands in the air and let's let's pray this together. And so I, at, by that point, I was in tears. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is speaking to me. And, and the podcast episode was 2013, so this is a long time ago. But I, I held my wife's hand, and then, and then we just hit reset. We looked at each other, and my eyes were full of tears, and we just hit reset, and we said, let's start over. So, uh, the book of James says this, that we should, that the, that the believer should count it all joy when we face trials of many kinds. I'm, I'm paraphrasing this from my memory. Um, count it all joy when we face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And then steadfastness and so on and so forth. It's it's a good thing, basically. <laughs> My paraphrase. Um, so now I welcome tension. I welcome it. With my wife, with my kids, with my workmates, with, with everything in life. Because they are prophetic moments to speak the truth in love, to let my light so shine that people might see how I react in the midst of tension and then praise the Father in heaven, Matthew 5. That's beautiful. It's so freeing to know that I never have to ask God to remove the tension, but rather that I can thank Him for displaying His light in the midst of the tension, for letting my countenance so shine that people might see my good works and praise the Father in heaven. Anyways, Fabcasters, I thought you would enjoy that especially you, you musicians. Such a beautiful illustration. Now, be blessed. Go forth and do the same. Love you. Peace. Bye.